Hello. Hello. I think there's been a glitch. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say that first. Sorry, I should have <laughs> opened with it. Exactly. You should live with the song. Um, how are you? You know, just uh, counting down the days until the Eras Tour. At I know. At this point, we're officially in May, and that means it's officially Eras Tour month for us. I know. I know. We it are is- mere weeks away. Mere weeks away. We were just, before we started, discussing. Yeah. Looking know, at the, the calendar. <laughs> looking at the calendar, discussing the apps, discussing yeah. the portable charger we need, how yeah. we're going to be. <laughs> oh, you know what's another thing we have to order? Um, A... <laughs> a like temporary like skin marker yes 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 so that we can cover ourselves with ink exactly um yeah yeah so hyped truly so hyped it will be everything this is really an impossible question to spring on you but it Mm. did me think if you had to get like a taylor swift lyric or taylor swift thing like tattooed Mm. what would you get yeah, so that's very tough. Though I am a person with tattoos, the idea of getting a tattoo connected to a celebrity, even one as powerful to me as Taylor, is incredibly difficult to imagine. I also just like this is my extremely personal opinion, so I do not judge others. Mm-hmm. But like to me, the idea of getting like a lyric or whatever is just like inherently cheesy. Yes. Well, I was going to say, yeah, like I don't have any, like any tattoos that are words like at all. Again, obviously word, phrases, lyrics, tattoos, very popular. Very not, popular. Not and- my personal yeah, jam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if I was going to get a Taylor related tattoo, like I would want it to be like not lyrics <laughs> like I yeah, would, yeah I you want like a symbol, symbol. <laughs> you yeah know? okay what's um, but what symbol would I get I don't know such an interesting question because right like what symbols are like associated with your a pair of kids <laughs> right <laughs> um yeah <laughs> um yeah I don't mm. know like because I feel like even like 13. my favorite yeah my, yeah 13 on the hand <laughs> <laughs> um because even my like favorite Taylor Swift songs I'm like is there a symbol in those that I would want I mean what would be kind of an amazing like Gaylor tattoo would be like like a daisy like because of like the Taylor yeah 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 again plus that that again not that you would ever be the kind of person to get like a daisy tattoo but (laughs) that would be the kind of thing that would be cool because it would be like a Taylor Swift thing without being like right super obvious so that Mm -hmm. yeah I know I mean but the problem yeah I was like okay well like an invisible string but like (laughs) you can't it just looks like yeah it just looks like <laughs> yeah so that's that's the type of thing where you would need like a you would need words slash right. you would need like someone else to like also get it or like you know need to be like a oh so you're saying like you're in <laughs> yeah so like friendship tattoo, <laughs> friendship tattoo just a line connecting yeah just like 
a single line. <laughs> All right. I mean, so if you'd like us to get these tattoos, comment below. <laughs> yeah, like and, and subscribe. If we get a hundred thousand, we'll do. It. Yeah, one million plays, and we'll get the tattoos. Oh my gosh! I um, mean, okay, genuinely, just mm-hmm. putting it out there. If we got like, what's what's a reasonable number? Like a mil, like a million. A reasonable number, a million. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what do podcasts like have? Like, what, like popular I, podcasts? I don't know. I mean, I'm extremely against tattoos, so it has to be high. But I'm like, if we got like a million plays on something, I would get a full course tattoo. Oh my gosh, yeah. But like, that's never looking up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, it could be less. It could be a hundred thousand. Okay, yeah, a hundred thousand plays. I will get a tattoo. That I will get a folk force tattoo. Wow, gladly. That's okay. amazing. Okay, yeah. great. You never thought you'd people do the work. So it's in your hands. It's in your hands. Okay. It's in your hands. Okay, <laughs> people are bored by this. Let's let's get, <laughs> let's get it going. Um, uh, we, we thought we'd start off with um some hot topics. Mm-hmm. I feel like okay. I feel like since we've been doing at the start of our episodes, like like quick just like hot topics on taylor we Mm -hmm. should come up with like a name for the segment we should yeah you know taylor topics it's not great but no is there i know we need like a song title that we can like right we'll we'll come back we'll work on that yeah we'll work on it we'll workshop it we'll we'll yeah yeah (laughs) um but yeah just like recent taylor stuff that Mm -hmm. we wanted to touch on um We've got a new Taylor song in the form of a feature on the National album, the song yes. Hot, that yes. came out on Friday. We've got some latest news in the, like, Joe breakup update. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we've got some Carly stuff. Yes. So where would you like to begin? I mean... The Carly stuff is pretty straightforward, and that is yeah. she is pregnant with her second child. Pregnant with her second child, confirmed by her appearance at the Met Gala. Yes. She's also brunette. Did you know she was brunette? Yes, I did know she was brunette now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like the brunette on her. I will say is very endearing. My boyfriend was like, oh, I think Carly Kloss is pregnant. Like, did you know she's pregnant? And I was like, no. Like, let me see this pit. And, or like, and he was like, yeah, like, well, maybe not. Maybe she's not. He then shows me the <laughs> Yeah, it's like, she, like seven months pregnant. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, it's very endearing that you were like, oh, like, could not be, I guess. Right. But like, correct. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. And, you know, another baby. It's yeah. crazy. Again, we were saying this last night, but she's only 30. Like, I always think of her as older, mm-hmm. you know. I know. Imagine being 30 and having your second kid. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, I know people do it, but. Well, people, yeah, many people would not consider that crazy, but we do. We do. do. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. that that happened. Um, Do you want to. And my classic joke, is it Taylor's? Exactly. Is Taylor the father? (laughs) father we don't know we don't know and also like how is taylor feeling i mean i guess like she already got over the hurdle of the first baby so like hopefully I think, at this time she's just like whatever i think with the marriage 
she was already so the marriage was perhaps the most devastating that's what i'm saying and then since then is like yeah she's probably like yeah of course you know yeah you know it it stings but she moves on exactly Exactly. um and you know that's what we hope for her yeah yeah we don't need her too concerned about it no but she will not be sending presents to this probably not probably not (laughs) probably not and like imagine um, like you're the those children and i guess you just like can't be a taylor swift fan like i don't know yeah i mean i guess you probably can her best friend was like at his, her taylor's concert so i guess you can i don't know her best friend was at taylor's concert remember derek what's his face was like at the Eras tour oh i forgot i forgot yeah i mean Let's be real. Carly Cross's kids aren't going to be like cool people, so they're not. I mean, kids. yeah. When your dad is a Kushner, this is kind of unrelated. But I was thinking about how, like, the fact that Aaron Dessner has kids and he mm-hmm. has like girls, mm-hmm. and I'm like, do you think that they just like can't believe? Like, literally, like, they're like the because you know, like, world. yeah. They're like, yeah, my dad's a musician. Okay, chill. But like, mm-hmm. he's in this, like boy band, right? Like, no, they're probably like whatever. And then they're like, oh my god, <laughs> Taylor Swift. No, that's like so fucking cool. So I just hope. I don't know what their ages are. I'm pretty sure they're girls. Maybe they're boys. I don't know. But Either way, whatever they are, they are blessed. They are, <laughs> they are um, blessed. Do you wanna? Yeah. Do you wanna share? explain the latest joe alwyn breakup i feel like you should explain it because you told me oh okay so you just like know the details so well essentially you know all i know as fact (laughs) is that over the weekend i believe on sunday taylor deleted the instagram post she made after she announced the track Lavender Haze. So this was before the album was out. She did like the track title announcements. After announcing the Lavender Haze track title, she put up this video, which we definitely discuss in our Lavender right. Haze episode. Right. Very uncomfortable video where she credits Mad Men for teaching her the phrase. And she. And is, remind me, is she talking to the camera in this video? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She's talking to the camera, she credits Mad Men for the reference, and then right. she makes the comment of, she says something to the effect of, like, in my relationship of six years, right. we've had to deal with weird rumors and tabloids, right. and we just ignore it. Mm-hmm. As people who, you know, listen to our episode about it, slash people in the gayer space in general, remember that this video sparked a lot of very intense homophobia in the fandom because right. everyone took quote-unquote weird rumors to be the gay rumors which one doesn't fit the song at all and two gay rumors are not weird <laughs> um right and just just no. just just like everything it's so fucked up everything so it sparked like a lot of like yeah like just like homophobia and whatever and also brought in the conversation like is using 
lavender in a song that Taylor is basically saying is about Joe in this video, like some form of queer baiting because mm-hmm. the, you know the history of lavender within the queer community, right, right, et cetera, et cetera. So it was a very like you know hot button moment mm-hmm. in the Taylor verse. Um, on Sunday, she deleted that that Instagram post, so that video is no longer on her feed. Um, that is so, which odd. is so fascinating, so strange. <laughs> it's so strange because I mean, I think you know, I think kind of like the most, I guess, obvious. Not that I think any explanation is very obvious, like answer to why she did this is because it's a video that seemingly you know referenced her relationship with joe but like so much of her stuff right like she's gonna just not sing half her songs anymore right like that's and to go back and like find this very specific video as you said from before the album comes out right and delete it even though obviously like her deleting it brings more attention to it. So yeah. if the idea is like, oh, never mind, this isn't relevant because I'm not in a relationship anymore, like mm-hmm. why would you want to draw more attention to that? I know. The whole thing is really confusing. I mean, my honestly, my inclination is like if she's gonna delete it for some reason, it's gonna be because her saying that this is like a reference to Mad Men when that's just like made up is more awkward well the fact that like mad like mad men uses it but it's like not a term right the fact that outside of the gay history it's from history yeah right the fact that she's like no this is like a known phrase and then as we talked about in the lavender haze video like it's not at all other than queer history so i'm like if you're gonna be deleting it it's because of like that because that's strange but that's also just feels so like not connected to no I know it feels so like right like I don't know like it's it's interesting because it's like it is one of those things where I'm like is it kind of like I don't know like Taylor posted this at the time for whatever reason and then obviously like she's obviously aware of like the conversations that came from this video and like the reactions in the fandom because like she's got eyes everywhere Mm -hmm. and so like I could understand her seeing those reactions and being like oh yeah this was like problematic of me or like oh not the greatest thing to have done whatever but like at this point I think most everyone has forgotten about it and do you and by that do you mean the song just like the no i mean just like the video because the video like not the music video the the instagram video that she deleted like that just but what about it do you feel like is problematic i think the like i don't really think anything in the video that she posted was problematic but i think the intense response to attack Gaylor fans because they took Taylor's comment about weird rumors to mean gay rumors. 
is something that she really should have addressed (laughs) like and I think there's I mean as we know like there's been a lot of moments in you know the Taylor verse in recent months years whatever where like these you know like Gaylor accounts and like people in the Gaylor community like get like very intense like hate from these like homophobic fans yeah 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 no for sure it just and like it just feels like a very like if she's gonna be reacting to that then she should have deleted it right away that's what that's what i think as well yeah so that just so this just feels very like oh maybe if i delete it then people like will forget that it happened like i don't know i don't know how she could be that dumb though it's also interesting because like historically has taylor been someone who like deletes stuff because I don't think of her as one of those people. Like, there are no. certain celebrities who are, like, constantly, like, tweeting mm-hmm. something, like, without really thinking or whatever, mm-hmm. and they delete it. But she's so not that kind of celebrity. Like, mm-hmm. that even when she posts something that gets hate, like, even when, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, my mind goes to, like, the, like, Kanye thing. And she, yeah. like, her note, and people were like, oh, it's clearly pre-written or whatever right i don't think she went and then deleted it no i mean she of course before reputation she like wiped her instagram right right but But that's different not in like oh i'm regularly just deleting random posts of mine Mm -hmm. i don't i just don't think of her as doing no so that's also and i think too like she is obviously a very smart person so she knows that even even if she deleted a post that was like from the lover era like people would oh, fucking yeah, people notice like yeah. there's just she's just way too big of a celebrity to honestly it makes me think that it's like there's some reason that we're not even gonna know that's like legal or like something mm. or like i don't know something she said she it's something like that like I think it has less like emotional or social significance Mm -hmm. as much as like yeah I don't know kind of like hey kids spelling is fun yeah like something like that where you're (laughs) like okay like that was so weird and why did that go away it's like right Mm -hmm. honestly yeah but I mean I mean it is an example of various you know kind of as you were saying too that I guess recently on tour when she's been performing Betty mm-hmm. she like hasn't been addressing that Joe co-wrote it or whatever right which obviously it would be weird if she did say that and especially even, now yeah right and even if they were still together like I wouldn't necessarily be like oh you have to make sure you mention him as no know. no but to to very people like, are looking into like yeah the, these things mm-hmm. yeah. especially to be like with a song like Betty it's like you know obviously like you know we haven't seen the tour yet so stay tuned for our many thoughts on the tour but like there's no way she's before every song like giving a speech no 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 So to be like okay one of the songs I'm getting a speech about is Betty and I'm gonna yeah. talk about like writing the song and like 
when yeah. she's so you know like famously in the long pond session was like yeah joe just like wrote the whole chorus or whatever and it's like okay one thing that i did think was interesting about we were kind of texting about this the other night in reference like these things is that i was like i don't really care a ton like mm-hmm. i don't I don't find myself caring a ton about this breakup generally, which I know is like kind of crazy to say. It's it's a bit shocking, yeah. But 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 it's a couple things. One, I think that as as we discussed and like go back and listen to our breakup episode, I'm less like. It's not that I don't think the relationship was real, but I think there's a very heavy influence of the PR machine mm-hmm. in terms of how this breakup is coming across the media and yeah. like when it, maybe it actually happened a long time ago or mm-hmm. maybe whatever. Yeah. So I'm just less like, like I just used to be much more like I would just take things at face value. And yeah. so it was more exciting because I would just be like no like this is the truth right right before she plays a song at a concert like that's the truth Mm -hmm. and I'm less like that I also was like you know so social media now like you know not to sound like an old geezer but (laughs) now like it's so much more immediate than it ever has been Mm -hmm. and because she's been in this relationship for six years like that's a long time in terms of like how media has changed mm-hmm. and i'm like you know even the last time she was on tour like the reputation tour like it wasn't this thing of like constantly seeing these tiktoks and videos of her yeah. the different things she would do at every show and like right right all of the- so like i just feel like there's so much more I don't know like I'm like maybe if media had been in the same way in 2015 when there was like all the Calvin Harris stuff Mm -hmm. like maybe I would have had a similar reaction then but like Mm -hmm. this feels like the first time in real time I'm like really like seeing the breakup Mm -hmm. I don't know like does that make sense like obviously I knew about her breakups as they were happening in the past but Mm -hmm. like the only information you would get about it was like an article in Us Weekly or like right you know there just wasn't nearly as much content about Mm -hmm. it no I totally agree I also think that like we're I think both like you and I and also kind of like you know society in general is is definitely like moving it towards this direction I think of like and like by no means do I mean like everyone in the general population but like there is like I think kind of like this new wave in terms of like consuming like pop culture and celebrity content that is much more like I feel like critical of like mm-hmm. this the process of a celebrity or the idea of a celebrity or like what a celebrity does and like the PR of it, the marketing yeah. of it. Like, I feel like that conversation is just like much more like top of mind than yes. it ever has yes. been before. Yeah. And like, you know, like 
ages like Dumois and like blind items and whatever, like so much bigger now. And just like, there's just like an energy. I feel like that's more like, I feel like we're just like at a moment where like less people are just like, oh, I'm just like, you know, JLo said this, like, I believe it. Like I'm finally following, you and know, part of that is like, because people themselves now can become influencers or can become mm-hmm. on social media, like, they are then becoming like, pseudo celebrities themselves. Mm-hmm. And so like, they see like, oh, yes. If I, you know, I'm editing a picture myself or whatever. And then mm-hmm. it's not a far jump to be like, yes, this is what celebrities do. Like, right, right. Where there used to be much more of a, a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And I think too, there's just a, a bigger conversation also around like, like, I don't even know, like the the capitalism of it all of like you know I feel like when we were growing up if like Taylor did an interview in a magazine and was like oh yeah like I love like cover girl mascara no right oh she uses that but like now it's like no she was they fucking told her to say that because like they have a deal with cover girl like obviously yeah I just feel like it's like people are just like more like attuned to like yeah you know, quote unquote, celebrity tricks or whatever. And so that just, which like, I like, I love because like, I just like love like a conspiracy theory. I love like getting, you know, seeing behind the screen. Like I'm like very for that. And so I think like I more so than you yeah. Um just like let's like lean into it. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, it's been, I think a a more difficult journey for you perhaps a journey for me. yeah I like to just like be like no just like yeah yeah it's it's not really my nature I'm, I'm more mm-hmm. like more <laughs> I am like I'm just more likely to be like yeah and yeah no <laughs> you have more of just like a natural trust I feel like yeah yeah and I'm just like no <laughs> yeah yeah but you know I I will say the fact that now on multiple occasions you have voiced feeling at least the breakup is fake I know I know such such a win for me I'm like I know I mean I never want to imagine a world where we're not friends but I'm like I do wonder how I would feel about this breakup (laughs) we're not friends I'd probably just be like just take it as it is you know yeah I mean, yeah, that world is unimaginable. But also, I feel like if we didn't have this podcast, like I don't know how up up on it we would be. I mean, it would it would still make an impact. Well, that's like, it was part of what I even mean about all the like stuff about the breakup too. Is I'm like mm-hmm. we're also just like so much more like in attuned. It. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, we were always following her, always aware, whatever. But like not on like a day to day basis. <laughs> Right. No, I'm like nothing happens that we don't know about. I know, and I love it. Shall we discuss the Alcott? Yes. What are your Alcott thoughts? Um, I enjoy the Alcott. Mm-hmm. I um, so the Alcott is the Taylor song on the new national album. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I mean, it feels very 
folklore evermore mm-hmm. it feels I believe you said you know it sounds like a sequel to exile which yeah you know it does it's very much kind of what I was expecting but mm-hmm. um but yeah I think it's I think it's chill I enjoy it mm-hmm. um, I'm yeah not I like it too by it yeah but, yeah but, but yeah it's chill yeah it's a good song I mean I think you know, I don't think Taylor wrote a lot of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I think she maybe wrote like her kind of like she has almost like a it's not an echo because it's different lines, but like kind of like a response. Yes. And Those like response like, lines, I think. Yes. And I read an article about that someone did with Aaron about like the song and he was like, well, I had this like piano track and then matt the lead singer of the national like wrote the song on it and then they were like oh this seems like a song taylor would like respond to mm-hmm. so then they sent it to her and she responded with like her part of it yeah so i think what you're saying is exactly right in terms of like the writing process yeah i, I brought up um you know some some notes on it mm-hmm. um Basically, Matt Berenger of The National shared that the Alcott meant a hotel bar, which is, you know, Mm. specifically saying it very much is a perspective of one person sort of coming to try to reconnect with the other person at the bar. Um, I was imagining a scene, a contained moment, a narrative between two people, someone meeting someone at a place they used to hang out, or maybe the other person wasn't expecting them, but knew they'd be there. It was just two people that maybe have a chance to reconnect and maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, people have referenced that the line, I'd go to the corner in the back, seems to perhaps reference the song, right? Where you left me. Mm-hmm. She says, help, I'm still at the restaurant, still sitting in a corner I haunt. Mm-hmm. Um, as you mentioned too, there is the line about, you were sitting there as usual with your golden notebook. Mm-hmm. And obviously we've talked about gold as a symbol in Taylor's work. Yeah. Um, and in the past it has signified seemingly Joe or love. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Berenger said that he wrote this lyric about his wife Um And he complimented the way Swift embodied the character in the song to write her own line saying, Taylor inhabited that character. She's really how in, she's always been really interested in how Karen and I write together. Mm. So that seems interesting. Karen being his wife? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fascinating. Because she writes on a lot of national songs. They write a lot of them together. Okay, this honestly sheds like a very interesting light on the William yeah. Mowry of it all. Yeah, yeah, it really does. I still do not believe William Mowry is Joe, to be clear. But the journalist who wrote this article when Matt said that added after a short conversation with the band about the subject, Swift has collaborated on songs with her former partner, the actor Joe Bal- Alwyn, and asked Berenger and Besser what the experience was like for them. The advice they often give is to be careful, but to stay true. The disaffection and self-loathing and pettiness, it all has to be in there. Hey. <laughs> um, but I love how they're like, we can't speak to it because like, 
we didn't fucking work with him. Yeah. Um, he also said, um, when I met my wife, I knew this is the one and we've been together 20 years. You have to allow the other person to grow. Learning to recalibrate is not easy, but that's how stuff lasts. I'm always trying to paint the shadows to figure out what are the things that make relationships fall apart and how to avoid that. I write a lot of things I want to avoid. Hmm. Um, Cause, and there's another line later, I had to do something to break into your golden thinking. Mm-hmm. yeah i think what's honestly so interesting to me about this song is the golden references not written by taylor because mm-hmm. that just feels so i mean i guess yeah. it's not fair to say because i don't really know the nationals music right 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 but like with taylor on the song hearing golden like it it just is so in the taylor verse that right. i'm like it's so interesting that it's in this song like Mm -hmm. yeah and then okay I guess in an interview Matt Berenger shared Taylor Swift's expressed interest in how he writes songs with his wife Mm -hmm. which played a role in the lyrics Taylor contributed to the Alcott he said um she heard that one and was able to instantly get into the mindset of the person I was talking about she wrote all of her stuff as a response to me and very much from the perspective of my wife who I was writing about So when Karen heard that one and heard Taylor Swift embodying her character in a song, writing responses to me, that was really fun for everybody. Hmm. So interesting. So interesting. And at the end, there's like a part where like they're kind of singing to each other. Mm -hmm. And she has the line, have I become one of your problems? which seems to reference like an exile line where she says, I'm not your problem anymore. So who am I offending now? Um, Yeah. Similarly with the line, everything that's mine is a landmine. People Mm. thought this kind of seems similar to the second, third and hundredth chances balancing unbreaking branches. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, it's it's very much a part of the folklore evermore verse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it it is. Um. So yeah, just kind of interesting to to think about that. Obviously, this is the first you know song we're getting since the breakup. Mm-hmm. Clearly, yes, it's not like it doesn't seem to be commenting on that. No. I don't. Think it is, but just and it's been an. I mean, it was announced. Yeah. Right. Like it's very much like Ben. Yeah. You know, in the. I do feel like probably at one of the era's shows, she'll have them come and do like. Yeah. Honey Island and like this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But shall we get into the main course of the episode? Let's get into it. Glitch. Glitch. I know. This is really going to be. I feel like you're your wheelhouse because you you just really like this song. I love this song. Yeah. This is like one of my faves. Yeah. You don't really care about this song. No, I don't care about this song. <laughs> um yeah, it's fine, but you know, it's not really Yeah. I think to me the biggest problem I have is the 
lyric in the chorus, I'm fastening myself to you with a stitch. <laughs> and that really a tough lyric to get behind. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I don't know. All right. But I hear you. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not against the song. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as bad as Paris, but it's, <laughs> I also just kind of find it like a bit boring. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like like sonically, it's more like my type of song. Yeah, it is. which is definitely like why I think I like it more. Like just like the sound and the vibe. I mean, of I it. did I did hear something or read something early when the album came out that people were saying that this was one of like the more quote unquote experimental tracks, mm-hmm. or like this felt like a track that was like doing something different yeah um, yes similar, similar to like a false god not yes that, not that it sounds similar to false god but like kind mm-hmm. of like okay this feels like a little bit different yeah so agreed yeah do you want to talk through just like yeah so there's exactly yeah there's just some kind of like funny or interesting notable things before we get into the lyrics so the first which like this to me is just like so like silly but like also fascinating it needs to be noted which is in 2019 so like lover era taylor released like a holiday collection of merch and in this collection of merch there was a lavender hoodie with like a flower on it and there was also a hoodie that had a flower on it that was maroon and for whatever reason it was it was labeled maroon glitch flower hoodie interesting so we have three midnight songs referenced in this like merch from 2019 so like that's just like so well was there was there a conspiracy theory that like some of that this was like a like a sister album kind like of like a sister album to lover or like perhaps she started working on some of these songs then or something mm-hmm. like a detour with folklore everyone right so it. it's it's possible um another you know just funny glitch moment which we mentioned in our recent Kaler episode is the the twitter glitch when all of carly's likes of taylor's old tweets were appearing at the top of her feed <laughs> which we just love um i mean i do love that this song has just like given us the line like i think there's been a glitch i know yeah it's exactly everything also this is so unrelated but every time i hear the word glitch i think of the character from wreck it ralph Mm. by sarah silverman yes and that just brings joy it it brings joy yeah um continue (laughs) the other kind of you know notable glitch if you will (laughs) is um so taylor when taylor announced read taylor's version it was the summer and then that came that album actually came out in november um but in between announcing read taylor's version and it coming out she released wildest dreams taylor's version and when she released it, she posted a TikTok where there's like a, I 
I mean, I'm not familiar with TikTok, so I don't exactly know, but like a filter that's called glitch or it just looks like a glitch, whatever. It's like she's in kind of like, you know, a red era overalls things fit like she's like writing or something. And like then I think like the text on the TikTok is something about like when you're like you've announced red taylor's version but then wildest dreams is like trending on tiktok and mm-hmm. then there's like a you know quote-unquote glitch of like the yeah yeah, know, yeah the the footage gets like fuzzy or whatever and then it cuts to her in like a blue dress with like the sunglasses like mm-hmm. being like okay 1989 era or whatever right 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 and so that video is like the spotify like it's called like spotify canvas for the song like when you play the song glitch on spotify it it plays like the footage from that like glitch tiktok Mm. um and related to that um there someone tweeted about like which we'll get into with the when we get into the lyrics a little more perhaps but like this theory that a possible person that glitch could be about is diana agron because she was the you know a potential love interest in taylor's life in between red and 1989 Mm. and there's the line um in glitch like which you know is is up for debate what what the timing of this means 2190 days of our love blackout yes and i guess diana so diana and taylor were like you know involved or whatever in between like red and 1989 era then they stop being friends they break up whatever happens between them but then diana went to taylor's snl performance during lover era when she did like false god and wait diana went to a performance yeah she was like at the snl like performance that taylor did and so people are like is this song about her like hooking up with her like six years after the fact or whatever um so just love that because it's just like a fun theory Mm-hmm. Um, another theory which like I find myself more aligned with is that this song is potentially about Zoe Kravitz it also fits Joe as we'll talk about when we get into the lyrics um, but what's interesting about Zoe is one she just keeps popping up in Taylor shit and it's just makes you question everything um well and taylor wrote this song with the producers who also worked on lavender haze which right which zoe wrote on wrote. yeah mm-hmm. um and i think like i think that plus just like sonically i don't know like i just really like it just fits the zoe kravitz energy for me for some reason this song <laughs> um one of the notable lines in the song is when she says glorious happenings of happenstance on someone else's playground 
when Zoe was first, you know, kind of like linked with Taylor starting in 2016, around, you know, the same time that Joe was, you know, appearing on the scene, Zoe was still, she wasn't married yet, but she was dating her now ex-husband. So mm-hmm. she would have been, you know, with someone else as as Carly would have been with someone else, you know, many people would have been with someone else at this time. Was was <laughs> yeah. Joe Alwyn? We don't have evidence for that, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, those are just like, you know, some fun theories. Yeah. Um, yeah. and just fun, you know, tidbits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um shall we get into the lyrics? Shall we get into it? Yeah. All right. We were supposed to be just friends. Um, you know, this this brings to mind the line from Paper Rings. Paper mm-hmm. Ring. Um, except when we went from friends to this. Yep. You don't live in my part of town, but maybe I'll see you out some weekend. Mm-hmm. Perhaps this person lives in London. Perhaps this person is the West Village. <laughs> Perhaps. Depending on what kind of mood and situationship I'm in. And what's in my system. I will say her use of the, the situationship mm-hmm. feels a little bit like millennial trying to use Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> but like I say that as a millennial. Yeah. I, I'm here for she's it. Like, I know the terms. Yeah. She's like, I get it. Okay. <laughs> um, I think there's been a glitch. Um, We have a note here that says... This could mean I'm not supposed to love you, a girl. <laughs> and I stand by it. I'm fastening myself to you with a stitch. To me, I'm just like, okay. I do understand that, yes, glitch, okay? Perhaps, like, hard to rhyme, but <laughs> it feels like this is just very poor writing to me. Hmm. Um, and I'm not even sorry. Nights are so starry. Blood moonlit must be counterfeit i think there's been a glitch mm-hmm. um again the nights are so starry seems to be you know referencing we've heard a lot of like starry eyes sparking up my darkest night mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. like that that kind of recurring image yes i was supposed to sweat you out i will say that this line yeah is like very like this is taylor and her like club era Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, all right, all right. Yeah, and I'm here for it. In search of glorious happenings of happenstance on someone else's playground. I also, yeah, to me, like, the just, like, the playground of it all. Just, uh, <laughs> love. But this, this to me is probably, like, one of the more interesting moments in the song because I'm, like, this is her being, like, I wasn't supposed to be with you. And that just feels very gay coded to me. Mm. You know? Feels very um, cheating to me, which we've seen yeah. a lot of her songs about like, you know, I've got a boyfriend. He's in the club doing I don't know what. Mm-hmm. I'm here doing I don't know what. Mm-hmm. And to me, since this seems like a Joe song, I'm like, okay, it's all just talking about the same period. It's all just yeah. about this yeah. time where she was like, mm-hmm. well, I'm kind of dating you, but I'm interested in you. And my boyfriend's also not really monogamous. Mm-hmm. Like, 
just mm-hmm. all of that. So yeah. I don't like what you're saying, but I, I do feel like in classic Taylor fashion, it works both ways. Yes. And I totally agree. It really fits. It does really fit with like the timeline and like the references of the songs. Like, again, it's like, yes, like these are all like, I think, you know, assumed Joe references. Right. I obviously just enjoyed looking at the other no, possibilities. For sure, for sure. Well, but and I- agreed. I think the next line, as you referenced already, is perhaps the most interesting because we mm-hmm. interpret it, it so differently. Mm-hmm. You So the line is, but it's been 2,190 days of our love blackout. Mm-hmm. And you saw that as negative. You saw mm-hmm. love blackout as a negative thing. And so you were tracing the Kaler breakup. Right. Like, oh, it's been six years since they were like supposedly together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I saw it as her saying like I was supposed to sweat you out but rather than just Mm -hmm. like keep you it's been all of this time of our love blackout i.e us being in love yeah like the six years that she was dating joe Mm -hmm. so or zoe or zoe so again (laughs) like literally same point Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm it's open to interpretation. Or again, the time between Diana breakup and her being at S- Taylor's SNL know, performance. This is the genius of Taylor. Everything mm-hmm. can be true. Basically. Everything can be true. But I, I will say, I agree with you that, like, you know, obviously, especially now, having had like more time with the song and with the album versus when it first came out, like, I do agree. I think what she means, I think she means your interpretation. Like, I think. I mean, I think also just because it's like a quote unquote positive song. I mean, this is right. a song being into someone. Mm-hmm. And the idea is yeah. like, this has been a glitch. This was supposed to only be casual or mm-hmm. we weren't supposed to get together or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But, oh, oh no, I'm falling in love again. Or like, right. Oh, right. You know? But like you're saying, like, I do just like love that it's like, I mean, it's a, it's very different from high infidelity, but it's it's similar in that it's like I was this could say, mean yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> like we could link this to like every rumored ex. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. about Joe Jonas. <laughs> it's about Joe Jonas. Yeah, right. <laughs> Our love is blacking out. The system's breaking down. The system's breaking down. Parentheses um, breaking societal norms. Parentheses gay. <laughs> Like more, just like great notes from us. Yeah, no, it's like iconic notes. Um, uh, oh, okay. Know- I have something. Yeah, yeah I have okay. something else like interesting to say about this that okay. I didn't. I didn't know this. Go for it. So apparently, in this like Rolling Stone interview that Taylor did in like the 1989 era, I think it was before the album actually came out um she did a you know an interview whatever about um the album and the songs and sorry I'm just trying to find like the part of it in this that I am referencing okay yes so in talking about the song out of the woods it says Oh, no, sorry. Talking about style. I wrote it down wrong. Talking about the song Style, she says, 
the article says then there's a song that sets a new high watermark for like swifty and secrecy a sexy miami vice sounding throwback about a guy with slick back hair and a white t-shirt and a girl in a tight little skirt that is no joke called style she taylor allows herself a satisfied grin quote we should have just called it i'm not even sorry um so this you know is just kind of a fun i guess coincidence that then she has the line i'm not even sorry in glitch especially i think it in conversation with the diana a ground theory because there's theories like in the swift ground community that style is about her um mm. and not harry styles i definitely don't think this song is about harry styles <laughs> um, <laughs> But you know, another X in the conversation. Another X in the conversation. Um, so you know, just just an interesting thing about that line. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Then the bridge says a brief interruption, a slight malfunction. I'd go back to wanting dudes who give nothing, which is fun. Seems to be suggesting you know Calvin, Tom, mm-hmm. whoever mm-hmm. else. Yeah. I thought we had no chance. Um you know it kind of seems like it could be referencing joe from like i think it's dancing with our hands tied where there's the line like 25 years old how are you to know mm-hmm. basically you know what she's been saying the whole song thought we had no chance we also have the note because you're a woman <laughs> <laughs> um and that's romance i actively cringe when i hear her say let's dance <laughs> like i just hate that so much <laughs> like i just don't like taylor trying to be like frankly cool yeah no i, I get just, that like, sexy. like that to me just like yeah it's not it's just like not really clicking but but i again i don't not like the song i'm so glad you love it thank we you we go out on the course again yes you know yeah. I think there's been a glitch. I think there's been a glitch. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's a bop to me. Yeah. And I enjoy it. Yeah. And I think kind of like you were saying about it being like, you know, more experimental or whatever. It's like, it brings it brings something to this album that like, just like a new flavor that yeah. I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After well, many- I feel that many similar songs i'm like okay this this one's giving us something different no i agree even if i'm like okay yeah this doesn't totally do it for me i'm definitely like yeah like try different things out Mm -hmm. as we've said you know this album a little bit has a lot of songs that are quite similar so Mm -hmm. i I agree it's it's chill yeah well thank you for joining us yes as we said we have many fun ones coming down the pipe yes and we love you stream folklore stream folklore